0: Episode of Your IT Pod: The White Sox visitor retirement community to hire a manager. Matt Nagy is officially on the hottest of hot seats. Bill Belichick is about to go through a tear down And apparently, the NHL hires five year olds to write their top 20 lists. Welcome to episode Farty Far of Inside the Minds. We are your hat trick for food, beer, and sports talk. Uh, welcome in. Hello. My name is Matt. Joined by Kevin, you can follow Kevin at K Barton Thirty Four on sure Instagram. Can. Kevin, what's up? What's going on today?
1: Not much, Uh but Tom Brady's not doing his job against the Giants, which he never does, apparently. He's not.
0: No, that is that is correct.
1: But Matt, uh, I have a question yeah. for you. What's up, mean? What highway runs through St. Louis?
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> what? Hi- well, I don't know. <laughs> Why?
2: It's two seventy. <270. laughs>
1: Okay, okay what's, what's the other one? <laughs>
2: 64.
1: Okay. 55? No, re- what's the ep- <laughs> what's our episode number?
0: <laughs> 44.
1: That's how people in Missouri say 44. <laughs> oh, okay. Nice. <laughs>
2: so Matt's officially a Blues fan.
1: Yep. Ah, that is false interpretation. We are. A- you're
2: wearing a blue <laughs> shirt right now, Matt.
0: Yeah,
1: you are. And you're wearing a black one. Thank you, Mr. Blackhawks. And I won't, I have a Blues flag behind me, so we all know I, I'm a Blues fan. Well, Chris is wearing black, so he's, let's he's be a, a real.
2: Actually, whor- wearing black pants right now and black socks with black headphones. I don't know. Are what you, today going, is. To are you uh,
1: going to a funeral? Are you going to a funeral? That was he me on Saturday. Feels like Saturday. It. on Saturday. On Saturday, right. I was wearing all black when we went to the driving range. Yeah, you were. You, <laughs> I you do go to the funeral.
2: I do have a white Fitbit, though.
1: Oh, okay. So we're at least
2: nice. we're at least working on that, but nice. It's it's still a pretty pretty black day i guess i don't know
0: but yeah i guess you know chris by the way you can follow chris on all platforms at chris wunenberg uh w-u-n-n-e-n-b-r-e-r-g uh, right Is you that misspelled correct?
1: his name oh i'm not I getting sure did any it. followers <laughs> <laughs> you're reading it and you misspelled it anyway
0: <laughs> at chris w-u-n-n-e-n-b-e-r-g Insta, also, Twitter. Follow Chris. All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize. He's not German. No, no, no. We're not. We're not
2: super German.
0: We're not. Uh, Chris, how was the re- news- by the way, I hope everyone had a great Halloween out there. I hope everyone has a fantastic election day. I don't know if that's a thing, but I just wished you one. Uh, Chris, how, how how are you, sir?
2: First of all, I think that's going to be the next European superhero that's going to become coming <laughs> to theaters near youth called Super German. All he does is just eat brats and drink beer all day and just sits and gets fat. I can't Scheiße.
1: wait. Andy, throw sauerkraut at people. That's a superpower. I
2: hate sauerkraut so much.
1: I love
0: sauerkraut. I've never it.
2: are I abysmal.
0: I love sauerkraut. Okay, so like... Polish wait, wait, wait. wait what,
2: what what, are you drinking?
0: I am water. drinking out well, no it is called a high noon
2: what, high what noon. is that I've I've so, literally never heard of that
0: a high noon and actually we'll go over it in a bit um it is it's not a seltzer as you may think it's actually vodka with spark- sparkling water and it's flavored with pineapple isn't that so it's what a seltzer is anyways no it is not it is not that is that is a, a seltzer a seltzer water this is sparkling water and spark flavored sparkling water with vodka
1: What's seltzer, the seltzer and sparkling water?
0: So a seltzer is essentially... Okay, so hold on. Let me try to wrap my head around this. A seltzer is like, if you look at a White Claw, it is like the ingredients to make a, any kind of alcohol in a seltzer. So it's like the alcoholic content, essentially, of like beer, vodka, whisk, whatever. You know what I mean? That goes in a seltzer. This is just sparkling water mixed with vodka. And then... It comes in a couple of different flavors: grapefruit, pineapple. I'm drinking pineapple, black cherry, and watermelon. Ooh, black cherry sounds good. You know so what? this is like super good. Um, you know, I'm sure well to Yeah, yeah. I'll just tell people. You know, it is high noon sunsets. I know people don't see the video, but they might just figure it out. I make mean, it do it. You're you're. <laughs> you one figure it. it out. I I don't know. I don't know anything about computers.
2: You're <laughs> on <laughs> a computer I, right now.
0: I, I just know how to turn it on. <laughs> I just know how to turn it. I like on. how you your entire this way
2: of life and your entire professional way of living is through a computer. <laughs> Don't give them that crap. Don't um, listen to this man. Don't follow him. Follow me for actual. I didn't stuff. even
0: give him. Yeah, I didn't give him my ad. So whatever, It doesn't matter. Uh, but I will. Nobody assume. cares. Okay, you know, I, you've gone too far, Chris. I okay, give you. us your review, sir. Anyway it anyway,
2: takes so long
0: before <laughs> i was really interrupted high noon sunsets vodka and soda flavored with pineapple uh tidbit is made with real juice it is not infused juice so that's the most amazing part of this barely any sugar best surf cold i love it i'm gonna give it an 8.2 out of 10 um and okay. yeah yeah i like okay. it i like it a lot everybody try it it's like I would say it's one of my favorite seltzers, but it's not a seltzer, so it would be doing people a disservice. So, I just yeah.
2: want to point out, I am not a jerk.
0: So,
1: <laughs> You know what? You
0: are I, correct.
2: I'm a nice person.
0: The last five minutes proved uh, <laughs> that the, the lie detector determined that has uh, that is a lie. Yeah. We're going, know, we're going Mari style
1: right now. You know what? That's it. Well, Matt, since we're at this point in the show, I'm just going to go ahead and do my beer review this week, too. So okay. We're going to knock it all out at the beginning. Tell people what you had,
0: because I love the name.
1: So I also love this name. And I think this is an accurate description of what Chris has been the last five minutes. Yeah. Here exactly. I had what's called a wadnagin Yeah. You know, damn Wad Noggin. Don't know what that is, but apparently it's a Chris. <laughs> that is actually Chris's last name. It's yep. not Woodenberg. It's Wadnagen. <laughs> yep. Chris That's Wad exactly,
0: That is exactly what it is. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this was an American wheat beer from GarageBand Brewing. We've had a couple beers from there. Well, I've had a couple beers from there that we reviewed here. Uh, So I thought it was going to be really hoppy. Based on the description, it was hoppy. I should have pulled that up for you guys today. Uh, I think it was actually an American pale ale, to be specific. That's why it was hoppy. But it wasn't that hoppy. And it had actual, like, you could taste the individual notes of lemon and grapefruit and the little hints, little tiny hints of orange poking through. Nice little light summery aroma. You know, you love it. You love it. It's fall. I don't like it already. Well, this was also like kidding. three weeks ago when it oh. was still fall, but like summery. Um, you mean when, what? Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't a light beer, so it was a nice little blend of heavy and light. It was good. Overall, I would say it's like a 7.9 out of 10. Nice and okay. good. Reliable. Okay. Like you're not going to be disappointed. It's not going to blow your socks off, but it's good. I would get it again. Nice. I like it.
0: That is your that is your uh, Noggin APA from GarageBand. Is that correct? Yep. That not is. the game. Not the game, people. Don't, don't buy the game. Don't go looking for a Watt <laughs> Oh, yeah. You're going to go to, go to GarageBand Brewing. Wait, Where is GarageBand Brewing? Uh, yeah, you're right.
1: I'm <laughs> sorry. GarageBand. What
0: GarageBand is, it's that thing on, like, Apple computers that you can mix music with, yep,
1: right? Yeah, correct. Um, but, yeah, GarageBand Brewing is in Plainfield, Illinois. Great little place. There's a that great barbecue restaurant that I've reviewed, Station One, right next door. They're connected. Old Firehouse. Pretty cool redesign. That's awesome. That's, 10 out of 10 great. would recommend. Do you have the zip code for Plainfield? Uh, not off the top of my head. That's fine. Six zero something. Googled, yeah. But
0: that's fine. People can Google it. It's yeah. all right. It's okay. You know what? Speaking, you know, Wadnagin, you know what that reminds me of, guys? Wadnagin reminds oh, me of a dinosaur it. name. <laughs> uh, I. I guess, you know, a Wadonaginosaurus Rex. You see? You see how the two are tied together? No. Okay, well, I'm about to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the reason why I'm going down this path is... Let me give you a quick refresher. Did you guys know that the first dinosaur was born 230 million years uh, years ago? Did they name him Tony? Hold on. I'm not done yet. (laughs)
2: Wait, but how how do they know that? uh, How, How was the first dinosaur that came into existence?
0: Because the man that I'm about to tell you about was there when it happened. Um, think of how old you are. Think of that number. Take it, stretch it out all the way to the moon about a thousand times. That's how long ago the first dinosaur was alive, people. When dinosaurs were born, the Earth was a very different place. Did you know? Full history lesson. Did you know about the continents? <laughs> when dinosaurs were around, there was only one continent. Hey, all the different yeah. places on Earth. Yep. Yep. All the different places on Earth were part of one big land. So if a dinosaur wanted to, he could walk from where you live now all the way to Australia, people, if he had a lot of energy. This man, I'm sorry, this dinosaur, this Anthony La Rex, he walked all the way from, I don't know if he walked, from his desert home in Arizona or I don't know where he worked
1: before. He was Los Angeles this past season.
0: Los Angeles as a senior advisor. Essentially, he did nothing. Sure uh, did he did nothing. Did you guys... Oh, by the way, Pangaea. Pangaea looked like a bear of balls in a dick. <laughs> anyway. And then there was only one ocean called the Tethys Ocean. Alright. Alright. Uh, continuing. Yeah, with... I was going to go... Yeah, yeah The
2: Tethys Ocean. This this
0: Tony source Rex walked... He probably didn't walk again. Didn't walk. Probably took like one of those spin scooters, those lime scooters, you know, tapped his are
1: dope, so I don't blame him.
0: Yeah, you know, that's that's all he could do.
1: And uh
0: logged on to, uh something somewhere in Zoom, you know, a little old dinosaur I had to help him out. <laughs> you know, and then started a press conference by saying he is no, someone else did, but doesn't matter. He is the new manager, this this dinosaur. Named Tony La Russa, as the new manager of the Chicago White Sox and for the 20th starting in the twenty twenty one season. I haven't ever seen the terms. I haven't, I haven't seen you know how much money he's getting paid. I don't know if that matters. Essentially, before anything was said, I was very you know these that, these rumors were flying them. around. I was not. I was not. He's a million years old, seventy six to be exact, seventy six million years old. Like <laughs> is the water not going to score his that we might have talked about. Um, he probably drank a lot of Wattnoggins because he is a drunk driver, by the way. I had to point that out. You don't got to uh, bash the man. Yeah, I am bashing him right now. He is so used to the stupid Cardinal way. I'm sorry, Cardinals fans. I'm sorry, Chris and Kevin. Wait, how many rings we got, though? Uh, so he has two. But he, the last time he won those was 10 years ago when I was, I don't know. Nine years ago. ago. Nine years? ago, no, 10 years ago. 2011. Humphabers. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. It was almost a decade ago. Okay. Hey, it was only nine years, though. <laughs> he wouldn't mess with the young guys. Tim Anderson hitting a moonshot and flipping his bat to Timbuktu would probably send him off. Um, then he had his press conference. I don't know if the man's changed or his, uh, or his PR person told him to say those things. Yes. <laughs> so, I don't know. Listen, I am still on the fence about this. There was other managers around. Do you Cardinals fans want to tell me about him because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say nice words
1: yeah let <laughs> me let me drop some stories and knowledge on you. So about uh, dinosaurs Yeah about dinosaurs nine years ago this is why I know it was nine years ago because I was at the World Series Championship Parade. The last time I heard this man speak in a cardinal's uniform he was on stage with Albert Pooles where Albert Pooles promised to re-sign at St. Louis. We all know he went to LA hey. trash. But he did, <laughs> he did end up going out on top. He won a World Series and decided to retire, and that was the time to call it quits at, in managing. Respect, go out on top. You love it. But now the White Sox, so much young potential that always comes up just short. Well, not always. Like this was not first, always. This is the first year, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they came up short. They came up short. I bet on them to win the World Series. We know the yeah. Down. Well, because of a manager that. Uh... But but Matt, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Tony La Russa is phenomenal at getting his players to play above their potential. If the White Sox players play above their potential, especially their young guys with all this firepower, they're going to win 150 games next year. Yeah,
0: so I should also so, mention that Tony La Russa once worked for the White Sox and was fired by the guy who I hired him right now Yeah. Well, um, just, in 1984. Happens.
1: Yeah, and then he went on to go win some World Series. So it sucked at White Sox. After he was fired from the team that hired him. Yeah, that's fine. No. That's fine. But I don't know. <laughs> is a player's coach who gets the most out of them. Maybe him maybe he's gonna meet the players in the middle with celebrations and stuff. He's not gonna he's gonna be like, I'll tolerate the bat flips. Don't stare down the pitcher and bat flip, just bat flip. Run the bases. Yeah. So you know, I you Why know, you know he, he did say
0: problems? he did say in his he did say in his press conference that as long as it's sincere. You, know, you guys remember when celebrations were sincere? I, <laughs> those good old sincere celebrations after home runs.
2: <laughs> Give me an example of a sincere celebration.
1: Yeah. Uh, when Mark McGuire broke the home run record and ran to home plate and hugged his teammates. And then Sammy Sosa hugged yep. him. Yep, that was the only sincere one I can think of. So listen, I get it. No, actually, dude- Jose Bautista's. Bad flip in the playoffs. That was sincere as heck. <laughs> I don't know about sincere. I uh, it as it as was sincere. He sincere. was pumped.
0: Here's the thing. <laughs> the guy the guy okay, I get it. He 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 was there when he was Ricky Henderson, uh Mark McGuire when he was on the A's too. Yep. And then uh who's the other steroid user? Um they were called the Bash Brothers. Anyone. I think <laughs> gives back. us
2: two seconds to even <laughs> process what he's just said
1: so uh, he was an open Matt, what's one... your name what's your name I... oh. you don't know Ooh, daniel jones threw a pick. wait That's what a pick. <laughs> daniel jones threw an interception
2: just won three dollars let's go
1: a right. plus words nice. so go $3. back to uh tony
0: lorrusosaurus rex <laughs> well
1: yeah i think i think this is Good move for the White Sox. I think if he meets the players in the middle and they meet him in the middle and have some discipline, they'll be a better team for it, and they have potential in the World Series next year. I don't know if Chris agrees with this, but that's my take on it from seeing him manage the Cardinals for however long he was with them um, quite a while. I think it was, what, 13, 14 years, something like that. Yeah.
2: A confusing hire to me. It's a very confusing hire to me because you look at a guy like Ricky Renneria. He's a very similar type of manager to Tony La Russa in the sense that he plays a very old-school type of approach to the game. That's fine. But when you're coming into an organization, when you're coming into, into a team that has a ton of young talent that wants to give off the new age of baseball, like we're starting to see with younger players, being themselves, showing their personalities more. it I just don't see how that's going to mesh that well. And if we're not going to see it on, on the field, it's going to be noticeable. And if it's not going to be noticeable off the field, it's going to come out at some point. Right. Tony La Russa even said like, in his press conference that he knows he has to bring up the energy again. That scares me if I'm a White Sox fan. Do you Why?
0: understand when he said because that he, was he excited.
2: acknowledges he acknowledges that the energy isn't quite there right now and that he needs to turn on another gear for it? Why do you need to turn on another gear for it?
0: Yeah. Correct. You're right.
2: Ricky Runaria was quoted in saying that he doesn't listen to Hardcore statistical analytics. He listens and pays attention to what he called observational analytics. Doesn't even make sense.
0: Like so, his, observation, you're his own observations. Me,
2: exactly. He's he's saying, here's an eye test. Like this guy has it. This guy. He's the next Babe Ruth. He's the next Hall of Famer. I know he is. I, I I watch him play every day. I watch him practice. Way he prepares. He's the next Hall of Famer. But but Ricky, he, he's hitting 220 and getting on. is an on base percentage of 290. No nope, no, nope, he's he's something special. Just watch, just watch. But the analytics said no 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 no. He's something special, and that not exactly in that sense. But I am worried similarly with Tony Larusa. Is he going to be able to wrap his head around the new age of baseball in which that we use a lot of analytics, a lot of numbers? I don't know. But this, to me too, to me too, I know I'm going off on this. This feels like a, a type of a bridge deal. I'm curious to see who the White Sox have as their bench coach next year because I feel like that they're going to bring Tony La Russa on for 2 years have whoever the bench coaches learn and watch from Tony Larussa and see how he handles himself how he handles his players the team the organization as a whole I think that they're looking at a bench coach to for Tony Larusa to mentor him up and that's going to be the next long-term manager of the Chicago White Sox who takes these young players to the next level. I don't know if they're going to win even an American League championship with Larusa. But I think they really need to watch who they're going to hire as their next bench coach because I think he's going to be the one whoever they might be to take the White Sox to the promised land.
1: Chris, are you a genius? I feel like you're a genius. <clears throat> that makes so much sense. But oh. what can you? Okay, so all
0: right, I understand. But the thing is, is like the reason why I'm kind of upset about this. Like the Sox aren't even my favorite baseball team. But there was better guys available. Now, Kevin, Kevin, you be angry with me. I understand.
1: No, AJ Hinch is not better. No, Alex Gordon. He not is. Better. Why? Why is why?
0: So why because, isn't AJ Hinch better? Why?
1: The, Tell me that. He he's so, freaking cheated. Disgrace the game. Is his, he his only win? Is he a is cheater? Like cheating? Yeah. Yes, he's a is cheater. He a cheater? What? is he a cheater? How is he not? He cheating? didn't do it. Okay, oh, of it. Manfred. He didn't stop it. I understand. Oh, I get okay, it. Okay, Robert Manfred. I get it. He okay, he Robert Manfred. Knew he knew of it.
0: He knew of it. Chris is raising his hand. Chris. So
2: that just proves that Chris. he can't handle a clubhouse. If he can't go in there and say, "Knock it off, you guys are being idiots. Win the right way." This is not how you play baseball. This is not how you celebrate the game. Okay. If he cannot handle a clubhouse like that, why should he be a manager? I in get
0: it. Let me, let, me, you, now, let, <laughs> let me speak. He's the only guy who like showed like remotely any regret of the situation.
1: But he still let it happen.
0: Well, I understand. But like he, he did show remorse. He did show regret. He manned up. Okay. He clearly didn't lead. And he was against it. But he failed to stop it. I understand all that, but he, again, but he just, he failed to stop it. I think he's going to, he's going to be ma- motivated to prove himself again. Give him, like, a young team to build with, which is the Tigers, which are fine, perfect for him. White Sox would have been better, because I think he would have improved proven more with them. No, nope. Let him clear his tainted legacy he has now, and let him win. I think, you know, whatever, like, to Tigers fans who are upset about this, you guys can go be Pirates fans, I guess, you know, well, whatever. So,
1: the Tigers, like, in terms of like historic franchises with a ton of passionate fans that want the game played the right way, it's the Yankees, the Cardinals, and the Tigers. Those are the top, three. right? And that's so, this is a perfect hire. Yeah, this, this, uh, this is a perfect hire. This
0: is a perfect hire,
1: because terrible
0: one. The thing is that he can show that he can win without cheating, and he will again. Probably give him a couple years, give him a young roster, and then he could probably do something with it. I'm just
1: 162. saying.
0: I'm just saying, and then Chris, you're going back to like who's gonna be the bench coach. Who I mean, I think what they what, what I've heard is that the guy who's in the triple the triple A manager right now, he's like 30 years old. He's gonna be the bench coach. The thing is, is like I get the Tony LaRusso is 76 years old. Okay. A full 162 game season plus playoffs, which the Sox will make the playoffs. I don't know if they'll win the central, but they'll make the playoffs somehow, some way. It's not good for the heart.
1: Well, Stress isn't
0: good for a 76 year old man.
1: Man. <laughs> man, let me drop some knowledge on you here. I mean, I know we don't ever talk politics on this show. If you
0: want, you know what? Before but you even drop some knowledge on me,
1: both of our presidential candidates are that old and they have to run the country.
0: Oh, dude, okay. Listen, so that's we're way not worse going
1: to We're worse on the heart than a 162 game schedule. So, well, we Well,
0: our current president, I'm not going to say him by name, it's not bad for his heart because he doesn't know how to run the country. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying, and his heart is
1: perfectly content with what he's doing right now. Apparently, eating Big Mac, a large fry, and two Diet Coats. With, with the Clemson players.
0: Here's the thing: Bruce Bochy was available. He was available. He's a recent winner. He won in the even years of 20, 20, 10, 12 and fourteen. Yeah. He's available. Why don't you hire him? He's yeah. good. He's a. He's a. He's won three World Series rings. I'm just saying. Yeah, he's ten years younger. So he, you know, you might have some, uh, he might have a pep, pep in his step. Yeah, but
1: Bochy didn't go out on top. He continued to struggle and keep getting worse and worse. Whereas Luisa, La the last time anyone saw him manage, his team lifted the Commissioner's Trophy. Uh, yeah, I get it. I get it. But again, I'm just saying, give know, the man a chance. A decade ago, like give, yes, give the man a chance.
0: I will give the man a chance because I don't think it's as bad as I'm making it out to be. It's but tough. I'm just, it's I'm just really saying, bad. like. I, all we need in this season is a controversial backflip, and then him in a co- press conference being like, oh, you know, I, I didn't just, I don't really like that. And then there we go. That sets off every media headline the next day. ESPN, Fox News, Fox Sports, whatever. Whatever you, that will be the headline the next day.
1: Matt, what was that thing you said in the group chat earlier about Tony what,
0: what I What did I say about
1: him? About him know. going scouting.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah he's gonna show up he's gonna show up to the scout somewhere god knows where you know let's just say during you know i don't know if there's a falling right now but let's just say he goes to arizona there's, there's a fall league. league right now yeah it's hello daytime. hello young fellow young people and i feel like he's gonna be that one guy from uh what's his name from uh i forgot i don't know what to show but he literally uh, it was a movie um And he goes in there. He's like, hello, fellow young people. Do you want to do the weed? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to hop in there and then go and
1: do that. You know who would want to answer yes to that question? Uh Oh, Cody Bellinger. Have you guys ever noticed that he looks high all the freaking time?
0: Yeah. I mean, weed is legal in most places.
1: Well, no, there's a meme that came out during the World Series that he looked stoned out of his mind during game (laughs) six. So he had to go on Jimmy Fallon and they asked him or Jimmy Kimmel and they asked him about it. And he's like, No, I'm not freaking high when I play baseball.
0: Wasn't he hurt most of the World Series though? Uh
1: just game three, whichever one, no, game four, whatever won the Brett Phillips or Brett Phillips. I am pretty was. sure
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure that he was hopped up on painkillers. I mean, I don't know I mean, if he could have
1: but yeah, and his face naturally just hurt. looks high. Like, All the time. I mean Maybe this is when we see we get in the sport because Cody Bellinger just looked high all the time.
0: Maybe, maybe Larusa, you know, maybe he went as you know, dressed as a young person for Halloween to, to put a pep in the step too. Larusa and
1: Bellinger just they were cruising around in L.A. They swapped places. They, sw- they were each other. They were each other. Yeah. For
0: just Halloween. Rolling. <laughs> By the way, LA, what's your what's your guys' favorite Halloween candy? Reese's but he is. cups. Okay. What, what if, like you do it, so. if you have to do a top three, it doesn't have to be chocolate. Ooh, it can ooh, be any kind of candy. Ooh,
1: I like can it. You can be a top three ooh. of your favorite
0: Halloween ooh.
1: candy. All right. Number one, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Consistent. Yeah. Oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> number two, this one is going to be a surprise, but Three Musketeers very interesting but it tastes
0: like i you know if if i were to if i were to ever taste a cloud that's how it would taste
1: exactly and like it's not something i would eat randomly but if i got a fun size one for halloween heck yeah number three i don't feel like this is like a traditional halloween candy but it is but skittles i love me some skittles yeah honestly same Give me the fun size pack. I pick out all the colors and do five at a time, one of each color, and then pop them all in my mouth. You can- I asked this because me, Kathy, and I
0: uh, bought a five-pound bag of Halloween candy for just-in-case trick-or-treaters. You didn't um, share with us, but it's okay. Yeah, I well, I mean, we didn't, have, yeah. Matt, we didn't have any trick-or-treaters. I'm sorry. We are on Zoom right now. We are not together. I apologize.
1: We were together on Saturday on Halloween.
0: Okay. You know, I'm going to – oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right here. Yeah, sorry. I should have brought something. Whatever. But, yeah, you know, just in case – and. Uh we we didn't have any trick-or-treaters. So now it's all mine and I'm not, I don't want to eat it, but I'm forced to, so it doesn't go
1: bad. Yeah, I'll get, anyway. Give me some on Wednesday.
0: Christopher.
2: Yeah, I gotta think about uh, I had to think about this for a second. I'm trying to think of my third one.
0: Okay. What are your first two?
2: There was uh here's my third one. There was one lady in the neighborhood that I that I trick-or treated in. Because we had to drive like 15 minutes to a town to actually go trigger treating. (laughs) I lived lived on a farm, so we couldn't just go walk around our neighborhood. So, like, I I actually had to drive to go and find trigger treating spots.
1: Chris, did you ever dress up as a farmer for Halloween?
2: No, it's stupid.
1: No, that's why you dress up like 364 days out of the year. I'll say
2: that. That was every day.
1: (laughs) No. Halloween was the one time we didn't have to dress up as a farmer. It's
2: beautiful. Yeah, but there was one lady in this neighborhood or this town because the towns are the size of normal neighborhoods. But uh, there was one lady who gave out juice boxes every year. And it was so cool because you were walking like all night. And then you get to this lady's house and you get this nice drink for one. Was it it's the not, little like high sea
1: boxes? Yeah, yeah, it was high sea
2: orange juice boxes. Oh, man.
1: That would be nice. The people in my neighborhood always gave out like soda, like 7-Up. And I was like, "Do they even make those anymore? Hi C, do they make that? Yeah, yeah, I, do. I don't know if they make the juice boxes. I think they, they do. but they do don't.
0: So. They don't sell it at McDonald's anymore. I don't know if it's it's on their photo machine. And I love uh, the orange. Hi they,
1: they sell I, it at a uh, White Castle. I don't
2: understand that. They sell it a lot of places, like Wendy's. They have it.
0: I try to avoid White Castle because it's bad for my bowels. Oh
1: wait, Chris, uh, you know who has high C? <laughs> Hardee's. I don't know. That
2: is can. God's nectar <laughs> that Matt has never had. I can't believe you've never had Hardee's. I, I like,
1: uh, hey, Hardee's has hand scooped milkshakes too. So, do you, so they scoop their hand
0: in a milkshake and give it to me? <laughs> yeah. That, no, uh, they put a straw <laughs> they, in, they and could, their in their <laughs> and...
1: exactly no, palm of their
2: hand and they put sip, their foot in it? the ice cream and just kind see
1: of see it. See it. Okay. That's important. Wait, I see thought it? they put their fries in their milkshakes. Oh God! You know what? Before That's we the stop, worst. hold on. Before we do that,
0: Chris, what is your what oh,
1: is your uh, oh
0: a juice box? A high-seat juice box oh, is your third yeah. favorite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, rice krispie treats. <laughs> okay. Rice krispie treats <laughs> were bomb. Like it was so. People tough
0: gave for me out too. rice krispie treats. <laughs> Those are yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like I never had that. They gave out. Man, the, they they gave
2: out rice krispie balls too. So like these giant, softball-sized rice krispie <laughs> treats. It was so Chris, incredible. Chris likes to oh,
1: balls into his
2: mouth.
1: T- <laughs> the crispy, no, just in my, too.
2: just in my bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Okay. What's number one? <laughs> um, I just thought of another one, and these are honestly tied for first because I didn't like chocolate. I did not like peanut butter. The flavored Tootsie Rolls that were like vanilla flavored and yeah. lemon oh, flavored. Oh,
1: yes, I yeah, love I those. Yeah, I like those a lot. I yeah. felt
2: so included with all my friends at ate tootsie rolls. It was awesome. <laughs> and
1: wait, Chris, tootsie rolls are artificial B. chocolate, so they're not. Huh? Even... Tootsie rolls are artificial chocolate. They're not real chocolate.
2: Well, it's still gross, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one B and one A for me. Lifesavers gummies.
1: <laughs> Chris, I feel so sorry. So, you, place, you have a very <laughs> you have the, that's a very. <laughs> like unique list. No one. This is a match. Oh, okay. I don't know.
2: All yeah. I mean for us was absolutely lit because you could just get around everywhere in a short well, amount of time. It I don't know. Beautiful. Everywhere I, you
0: just said you had to drive 15 minutes to trick or treat. Yeah,
2: but yeah. the you thing, thing is, is, is that everybody, everybody bought. <laughs> so much candy for halloween and they just try to get rid of it i kid you not guys i would consistently come home with eight to ten pounds of candy every year
0: nice i like it
2: beautiful Um, please let us know if you've ever come back with that much candy because i remember weighing it on a scale and one year it did say 12 pounds
1: one year i did have 12 pounds of candy
2: yeah it was unreal and the thing was i don't like candy that much so i Ate hardly any of it. You're the worst. You're terrible. Uh, I gave it to like my little cousins too and stuff. Okay. But
1: well, at least you uh, It
2: didn't. Uh, human it didn't interior. go to waste.
0: So if but... I had to choose, if I had to choose, not a so lot by me. If I if I had to choose the top three list, I mean, I think three would be Reese's Peanut uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, but not the Peanut Butter Cups. The trees that come out for Christmas.
1: Well, that's uh, Halloween candy then. because
0: they don't release them till. November. i understand but i'm gonna make it a halloween candy because so
1: they do pumpkins for halloween sir
0: well but it still doesn't so there is a scale there's like a chart and whatever has the most peanut butter in it i'm starting to like peanut butter um the tree like according to this chart has the most peanut butter out of any reese's peanut butter
1: i would stack. say the reese's easter eggs are probably be probably my favorite Oh, God I think those are more then never mind yeah I think yeah, the those are, says... those are the most because they're a big oval whereas the tree yes. has like the bottom cut out yeah yeah um, all right you're right. I'm okay. a racist so... expert so what a you're yeah. a what you're a, re- racist, re- expert? <laughs> a racist expert <laughs> okay I thought
0: you said racist expert I was like huh. <laughs> you could fit into the front oval office anyway uh, I you just knew kidding guy? I'm just kidding I you <laughs> know, oh, we're not taking shots before election day who's doing that anyway. <laughs> Not me. Could you imagine? Not well, this
1: will be released on election day. So
0: yeah. Like... <laughs> so you know. Sorry, guys. Anyway, go vote yeah, so
1: today so if you're listening. Three... To this. Absolutely. Yes, you should. Uh, this should be
0: your pre-vote pep talk. Um, anyway, so yeah. Robert so Gronkowski was... touchdown. Let's go. So there's three, three peanut butter cubs. Okay, stop. The reason <laughs> the peanut butter cubs two uh, peanut MMs because regular MMs are trash peanut butter M&Ms. m&ms are better but you know it's whatever problem. any kind of m&ms are better than the regular m&ms because those I agree. are but yeah. I, I, I don't agree. like them totally. they're not good whatever actually peanut no. m&ms were my favorite as a kid i loved to eat them. they had caramel m&ms i tried those they those no, are, eh, no.
1: they yeah. have fudge brownie ones now they're they're okay
0: <sighs> they've
1: like the wafer ones are pretty good too
0: They have wafer ones they do i don't know chris have you ever had those no. Well, they involve chocolate, so he's not going to touch them. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Number one for me is the one hundred thousand dollar bar, hundred grand.
1: Oh, oh 100, my. I, can't 100 I forgot about that. Is easily like I don't care. You will not disagree with me, Chris. You will probably. Okay, the only I, I'm taking Skittles out of my list. I, I want to put hundred grand in my list. I love hundred For
0: hundred grand is easily the best chocolate bar ever. Ever better than Snickers. I love me a Snickers, but. Ever, it is so good i love it so much yeah. if you ever give me one i will buy five more and then go and get five more from the Seven Eleven, and then get 10 more and then five yeah and then,
1: i mean you know what every-
0: i'm i have insulin
1: Matt, I, i'm actually happy you said 100 grand i don't know how i forgot about it but every year like the day after halloween i didn't do it this year because covid but because i didn't want to, go to the store but i would always go buy a giant bag of 100 grand when it was on sale for half off because I freaking love hundred grand. 100, 100 grand is about. Uh, I, I the reason they said hundred thousand dollar bar. Apparently, that's what they called it. Beforehand. That that so, is. Cool. Uh, back in the seventies when they debuted it, because it was wow. based off a game show. Oh, wow. fun what, fact. What, what, what game show?
2: A hundred thousand dollar pyramid.
1: Yep. Oh, what? What is what? <laughs> yep. Uh, I'll actually share the episode did Mystical Morning that I found that out out oh, on. No. They were ranking the best candy bars. Um, Did they like, rank 100, 100 grand as the first? They, I think it was like in the top four. Yeah, it was up there. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, because right. they also include Reese's Peanut Butter Cup in the ranking, and that's what won, which I would have also had win, but 100 grand would have been that final.
0: They should make a Reese's with jelly inside. That'd be dope.
1: Ooh. Well, you're on to something that'd,
0: there. That'd Reach out to them. That'd be dope. Do you For, guys know who. Me. What?
1: I was just in the in our food debate. I mean that was
0: one yes. of, we saw it one we more. should yeah so Kevin yeah Kevin mentioned something about dipping fries and milkshakes. Well Chris mentioned um, it, I'm just all about it. Right. Uh what well, so I
2: tried mean, it, it yeah. once. I hated it.
1: So I well, tried it
2: once I absolutely I don't hated like it.
1: the idea of a potato product going in okay. a berry. Let me tell know. you why. Let me tell you why. So the reason Chris hates it is cuz he hates all things sweet and chocolatey. So it makes sense that he hates it. That is uh, untrue. he likes sweet sweet. he's he's ignoring us right now but that's okay uh so (laughs) i like it because the salt saltiness of the fry it has to be like it can't be a soggy fry it has to be like that nice firmness to like stoop up the frosty i only do with frosties at wendy's by the way um i won't do with like a regular milkshake because that is weird but with a frosty the like saltiness of the fry with the sweetness of the chocolate—it just has this nice little combo, like a chocolate-covered pretzel, and it's delicious, man. It's delicious. I know it sounds weird, but then you just try it. Like I only tried it because my dad would do it, so like he had me do it, and I was like, "Oh, it's delicious." Otherwise, I probably would have never tried it because yeah, it sounds weird, but it tastes fan freaking tastic. I
0: don't like it. Can't do but it. You should try it.
1: Just try know. once, Matt. Try once. All I... right. do it for the homie.
0: Uh, mm, dude, you're dipping potatoes in milk and like it's frozen milk, and like I'll do that, I'll I'll eat the frosty. And by the way, which is like harder than a concrete mixer sometimes, what they're terrible. They're harder, I okay.
2: So, the first time I ever had a frosty, (laughs) I thought it was the milkshake, and so I got really sad when they didn't give me a straw.
0: Here's what I don't understand about Wendy's either. Back in the day when they did that, you know, remember you paid whatever it was a donation. Then you got that key tag for every time you bought a meal, you got a free frosty. No. Yeah. Well, I, they I, did. They might they not did have it. had that. Nero's. Yeah. They did it here by uh, not farm town. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I, just, I know the, where you live. I know you do. I know where you live. You don't know uh, where you, I live. You
2: could jump in a car right now and find where I live right now um, without a GPS. Are you saying yes. you move? Yes, Cause I, I can. Because I can definitely do that with you, Matt.
0: I can also do that with Matt. I can't say that I can because I'm very highway Interesting.
1: Yeah, so me and Chris know where you live, but you don't know where we live.
0: Who the hell says not Hold on, we're not gonna, we're not doing this right now. We're talking <laughs> about the Frosty chain. Yeah, they had a key tag. It was, it was, it wasn't free Frosty. It was a dollar. Here's what bothered me about it. It was oh, the, size, that, yeah. the size, of a water cup, and they gave you a straw. And I was like, how do, what, how am I, frog? I can't, I can't <laughs> do it. I can't do this. This is confusing me.
1: You gotta have a spoon with it. Yeah, can't. so a spoon, use a fry oh no And no. because the fry is warm it helps loosen up and melt you know, who probably, you
0: know who probably likes doing that Bart and this is going to go into my rant uh, Matt Nagy Matt Nagy probably <laughs> likes doing that type of shit well if he does I'm never doing it again well he probably <laughs> does and he's going to admit it and then we're never we're all not going to do it again Chris, I, I just have
2: one I just have one last baseball take oh, <sighs> Alex Cora will be the next Red Sox manager yeah, I'm calling it right now
1: 100 i hundo uh, p do you guys just like want me to never watch baseball again because that's what well we're... you're gonna first of all and second right. like
0: he I don't understand why why they did that but I mean he's he's the best they got and yeah I don't think they want to go out searching for a new manager so I'm we were gonna again.
2: go to a bunch of games this summer guys
0: oh okay, Rona did yeah. too. Rona remembers Yeah. So does Pepperidge Farms. Pepperidge Farms remembers. Pepperidge (laughs) Farms remembers everything. (laughs) Yeah. So the whole fry sticking in the in the milkshake thing, Matt Aggie probably does that. I don't like it. I don't like it. But do you like Matt Aggie? Um. Okay. Here's the deal, Chris. Can you talk about this? Not really. Like, can we? Can you go into this rant with me? Like, Uh, uh, I'll pick and choose. You'll pick and choose. Okay. Pick and choose. Here's the deal. You know, because there's an
2: actual chance I work this this. Your,
1: there is so. now there is now. There is a I mean, so. it actually depends on tomorrow. So <laughs> well. Oh <God. laughs>
2: I I wouldn't say that. That's still the city of Chicago's decision. But, right,
0: that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, going into this. So going into our football portion of the show, you know, this is how we're gonna line it up. This is how we're gonna introduce it, and this is my rant. Here's the pro okay. I'm watching this game yesterday. We're still waiting. The Saints and the Saints and the Bears and um, the, the Bears the offense actually starts off pretty well in the first quarter, quarter and a half quarter and three fourths. And I'm like, man, that can't be calling plays. That's, that's impossible. That's, that's not, he's not doing it. He is not doing it. I'm not giving him any credit for this at all whatsoever. And then I see that he's doing it. I'm like, okay, all right, that's fine. That's cool. We scored a touchdown. Could have been, could have been two touchdowns then the first half. First half is fine. You know, we're good. Uh, We hold the Saints well, except Chick Pagano likes to, play this thing called prevent defense and with as many pass rushers that he has and linebackers that he has apparently he doesn't like the blitz whatever Pagano you gotta fix that crap right now number one alright so going into it second half Nagy started the third quarter third quarter Bears are absolutely horrendous the Bears Nagy runs this dumbass screen this this they are the worst screen team in the NFL the Chicago Bears are, uh, they are oh my god me. hurts me to even talk about. And then I realized, you know what? It is Nagy Colin plays. There he is. There's good old Matthew Patrick, James Elijah, Manning, Nagy. Not a Manning. No, he, he was a quarterback. That's why I added that in there. Nagy. And then... You know, and then it all falls off the rails. You know, third quarter, we got you know, the same score, and then we go on a drive, and then it's second and five. And then Javon Wims decides, you know, that he's going to rip out a mouthpiece of someone. during. You're playing, number one, you're playing during a pandemic. Uh, why are you touching other people's mouthpieces, you filthy little hamster? Okay, number one. Number two, what's it? Stop, man! Like I get that he messed with their teammate and all that kind of garbage. You, you
1: can't do that. It well, apparently so- he spit at him right before that. Yeah, but which, to, I mean, if you spit out a man during pandemic, you deserve a chance. But like, I get
0: it. But to, to push him or something, like have an online. Wow. If you run a screen, run a reverse, whatever. Tell tell Nagy, tell the offensive coordinator, which is Nagy, you know, whatever, to run a screen pass, run something where a lineman can take care of that shit and leave it to bed. But I'm not saying that Javon Williams is important to the offense because he's really not. He's technically he's kind of a veteran, but what. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, going on. And that's well, then you're then it's second and five goes third and twenty, and then it all falls down the cliff. Somehow we came back, somehow we went into overtime. And if we won, if we won this game by some miracle, like there were so many chances yesterday where the bears could have put it away. So many chances. And then they just they just couldn't do it. And then Foles with like first and then oh, second, if you're gonna give me the narrative that Foles is way better than Trubisky, and that Foles was, you know, Matt Nagy literally had to beg for Foles to come here, okay? He literally had to, because they were going for Brady, probably. They didn't get him, and then, you know, Nagy begged for his guy to come here, and then, you know, this happens. I, it, 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 Trubisky wasn't the problem. He clearly wasn't, because he called some garbage from the Denny's menu that was upgraded <laughs> to a Waffle House menu in the first half, by the whoa, way. The Waffle
1: House whoa, is a little bit better. Whoa, no. Ooh. Absolutely not. Waffle House is the worst thing on this planet. At 1 a.m. when you're drunk, it is. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, Chris is upset because that's all they have in his town is a Waffle House.
0: <laughs> but then, you know, you downgraded the Denny's menu.
2: First you of found
1: all, that, you found there that. wasn't
2: a Waffle House of our town for 300 miles. That was a treat, sir.
1: <laughs> Wait, that's a lie, because there's like 18 in the St. Louis area. Well, I mean,
0: huh?
2: okay, so 200 miles.
1: St. <laughs> Saint- Louis is
0: not 200 miles from going. Here. Okay, hold on, we're not. No, we're not. I'm not. I'm still on the rails. I'm not going off the rails yeah, yet. Continue. I'm a fact yeah. check, Chris. Right now,
2: it's already a train wreck.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> it can be. It can be the next. The next. Next game is very, very huge. But like. Not only this game proves that not only can Nagy not call plays, not only like Foles is the Foles is not the answer. If you like, you're gonna. I heard this over the radio today. Who's better, Foles or Foles or Trubisky? Who can run the offense better? Well, no one, because they're gonna they're having garbage filled to them through a headset that doesn't work. And what a oh, headsets that don't work. Oh God, that's another conversation. But and then and then. First, oh my God! And then he can't even manage the clock. Like he can't do it. Like he wasted forty seconds at the end of this, at the end of the second quarter, where like it was precious time he could have scored, but he let the Saints go down and
1: score without they. Oh, it was terrible. It was horrendous. Well, why it would you want to so score ugly. when you can lose? <laughs> but anyway. I will say, Chris was right. Monmouth is one hundred ninety-five miles from St. Louis. I thought it was closer for some reason, but you know what? Two hundred miles for a Waffle House. Is I think I lucky? give off.
2: I think I give off the impression that it's closer, but every time that we we went down there, I was so excited. It just felt like a really fast drive. So yeah, that's fair. Um, but in rebuttal to that, there's actually a Waffle House in the Quad Cities I didn't know about, which is only fifty miles away. Okay. So
1: so yeah,
2: whoops. I mean,
1: <laughs> you get it within an hour if you want to. I'm...
2: Sh- And I'm sure there's one in Peoria, too. Yeah, probably. So, yeah, those are a few big areas that I didn't take into consideration.
1: Also, I didn't know Waffle House, like, when I moved up here for college, I didn't know Waffle House was, like, a southern thing. I
0: love how I started a whole conversation about Waffle House.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This is amazing. (laughs) This is great. Yeah, exactly. But, like, in the south, like, it's every highway. exit there's a Waffle House. Oh, yeah. And then up here, like, there's none ever i'm like this is the best freaking thing ever i hate waffle house if you guys can't tell uh so i was really happy that they're not up here but you know it's whatever but waffle house is equivalent to what the bears did that second half yesterday
2: i just (laughs) want to say i think overtime rules are stupid uh like they should just play an entire 10 minute quarter or 10 minute period whoever's winning is winning play it like basketball I like agree. this golden like the golden goal style that the nfl has is absolutely ridiculous and i don't
0: well think... it's not a golden goal style because it kind
2: well, of
1: is if you get a touch on your first drive like that offense gets a touch on first drive it's over that's golden goal by definition and then that next possession like if the offense doesn't and they turn it over to the defense like the other team just needs a field goal and then the game's over so it's first door wins essentially
0: well, th- well, the the first possession can be a field goal, and then the other team has to
1: well, score. Yeah. And then, correct, okay. you're right, but... That's what you said. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I'm sorry. But yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm partially okay with it just because the Falcons, uh, New England, Super Bowl. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure still that, that we I had, like this
0: kind of, had this meltdown even if they won because it's just it, here's here's the bright spots. We found a kicker. Cairo Santos is so good. He is Chris. I don't know if you're watching the game, but Cairo Santos is is great. And he lost his job. And then, you know, he finally decided to run the ball until he had the lead and gave up on running the ball and had full false throw 50-something times. And, you know, now we're here. You know,
1: <laughs> so Chris got mad at me yesterday because uh, you said something in the group chat, Matt, and I said typical. Chris wasn't thrilled about it. He said he told me to stop. Because
2: I was because I was getting mad at the game. That wasn't. Dude, that I was, was so
1: livid. Like I was so. I mean, li- I figured I should have
2: I should have said something. Um, that's my no, bad.
1: No, I I knew it was just the game. I was like, you know what? But it's honestly true because every week we did on this podcast and Matt has the same rant. And I'm like, you know what? It is typical at this point. I feel bad for Chicago fans. Like I want you guys to go to the Super Bowl. I want you to have a good team. I want it so badly for you guys. Do so they know how passionate you are? I know how great winning the Super Bowl is. Uh, so, I feel bad for you guys. And it is a natty issue at this point. I think Mitch would be better with a better coach. I think Nick Foles isn't the solution. I like everything you're saying, Matt. I do.
0: I also think that, like, I this offensive line isn't going to hold up well enough for Foles to even stay healthy. So, I mean, at some point. But, oh, to, my God. I, yeah. I, to Mitch, Honestly, like, um, Trubisky came in in the second quarter, third quarter was for one play. He that's fine if you're gonna use him that way, like a Taysom Hill run play. Like he gained three yards, it was positive. Let him stay out there, whatever. Let him just run some one play, one freaking play. Like at least mix it up a little. At least like do it constantly throughout that quarter. Like try something new because what you're doing is not working. It is not working. It's gonna continue not to work and. He, Apparently, uh, Nagy's pissed off as much as we are because we're not liking what he's doing. He's like, during the press conference today, his post came today, like the next day. I, he he's like, oh, I appreciate everyone's thoughts and ch- suggestions, it, it, sir, sir. Stop getting mad at us. You're the one that's calling many the Denny's menu plays, and with a BU sign, you're not even yourself at this point. If you were yourself, you would a uh, you you know what you would do. You'd call you hand off the play calling to someone else. That's what you got to do. Just do that. And I'd be fine. Kind of, because honestly, you as a head coach, even are questionable because your clock, your clock management sucks. You're the defense leaves you alone because whatever they're good.
1: But like, I think everyone on offense just hates you. Everyone hates you. So Matt, I was, I found this interesting. I was listening to another podcast the other day. Um, yes, even though we host a podcast, we listen to other podcasts, uh, I was listening to this podcast and I had Pete Carroll on it, and Pete Carroll was talking about like how he got fired from the Patriots right before you know Bill Belichick took over. No big deal, uh, and like how he tried running both the offense and the defense and like being in control of everything because he was the head coach and that was his position, and he failed at it. And he didn't understand why at the time, but then he went to USC and just became defensive coordinator and head coach like combined and just focus on the defense. And was like, Hey, I don't know how to do offense. You go do that. That's why you're the offensive coordinator. And we all know Pete Carroll was phenomenal at USC, right? And then he jumps back up into the NFL to Seattle. Seattle has been the second best football team in football in the last decade behind the Patriots because he only focuses on defense because he turned over the offensive play calling. Maybe Matt Nagy needs to go have a conversation with Pete Carroll or listen to this podcast. Maybe they will solve all the issues. Just be like, "Hey, uh, hey, offensive coordinator, yeah. hey, you can do it. I believe in you because I obviously can't do it." So let me just. The offensive coordinator's locker
0: room. Our offensive coordinator is Bill Laser. He was brought in there to be essentially just a body, like that people can go and ask questions to, because he's not he's personnel, I guess, groupings
1: and all that kind of good stuff. But uh, so, I have a hypothetical for both of you guys. I'm going to throw out a name here. I want to see how you guys react to it. For what? Head coach? Yes. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Eric B. enemy. The 100% absolutely, yes. He's calling the plays right now for Kansas City, and he took over for – Andy Reid told him to take over
1: because his plays are so good. (sighs) We're waiting for one more person to speak. Matt, I agree with you. (laughs)
2: The only thing I will say about it is we said the same thing about the current guy.
0: But I no okay. I understand where you're going, Chris. us well, I was But the thing is exactly the only the only problem that I have with that tidbit is we still mentioned when he was hired. He he called the plays at the end of that Kansas City Titans game where the where Kansas City lost because he literally went away from the run. And you know, lo and behold, he doesn't run the football here. So, I mean, there was better options at the time. I think Doug, no, Doug Peterson wasn't available. Uh, Frank Reich was available. Frank Reich was available. He he's a phenomenal coach in Indianapolis. He really is. I just the only here's the thing before before you say any more names, Kevin. If he again, the only thing he has to do to salvage some like of what we think of him to salvage this season is give a play calling. You have a play calling and then realize that you are the problem and then you're fine. You're good in my book for now. He still has horrible clock management skills. But, Kevin, do you have any other names?
1: <laughs> um. Uh, so, because Chuck Pagano's defensive play calling has been questionable too from time to time because he doesn't utilize the blitz as much as he should, I think there's another person who should get another head coaching chance. Because his last one was with the Jets, and it wasn't fair to him. Because the Jets just suck. no. Todd oh. Bowles in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has the number one de- – or the second-best defense behind Chicago this year. And Todd Bowles has been doing a phenomenal job with it. So, I would like well, to see – Chicago be... doesn't even have a top defense because of that. It, 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 looks... it actually might be Tampa Bay then. Um, well, I I don't – I don't know. Tampa You're Bay gonna... was like top – Three or five last weekend. You can bring starts. him in as
0: defensive coordinator, sure. I mean, I, the defensive coordinator for the 49ers, he'd be a good coach. Rob Salah, he's awesome. He's great. He deserves a head coaching opportunity. Um, if we could somehow, way, pry Jim Harbaugh out of Michigan, if he keeps losing, that's totally fine. He can come here. I think he's better with an NFL team than he is yeah. in college. Yep, I agree. Uh, if you could somehow pry him out of there. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. The only thing is that there's a very real possibility after the next six games, the next game is huge. The next game is very, very big. And there's a very real possibility after the next six games of the Bears are seven and seven. And if that happens, if the season ends at eight and eight, and so hopefully we don't make the playoffs for this new format, he has to go. Lovey Smith was fired at ten and six, and the absolutely ridiculous. Like I'm I'm not calling for Pace's job yet because I I get it. He chose Trubisky, but the thing is that he still needs another chance at another quarterback. This time, maybe even two, and then to build maybe a new offense, and then we'll go from there. There's the defense is is still has maybe two years, two good years left before it's before the contracts go up. Who knows? I mean that somehow, someway, the season. I don't know about this season, but I mean, if if we go to playoffs,
1: it's fine. We'll lose in the first round anyway. But yeah,
0: yeah, those are just my thoughts. <laughs>
1: You know what? I had similar frustrations yesterday with the NFL. Not because my coach sucked, but because my quarterback sucked. Good old, good old Cam Noon. I, I believe on our preview episode for the NFL season this year, I said Cam might be the dark horse to win MVP. I believe those words came out of my mouth. Yeah, you definitely said so. <laughs> this man started off great. He was the first two weeks. I was like, dang, my pitch doesn't look great. Since then, he's been garbage. I don't think Cam Noon, like, if he doesn't turn around and finish this season strong, I think his career's over, which is unfortunate because I like Cam as a person. But Bill Belichick made this comment yesterday that I absolutely freaking love and made me feel better about us losing on the last 30 seconds. Just Cam Noon fumbles inside the 15 when we just need a field goal to go to OT. At least the Bears got to OT yesterday. That's a plus. But Bill Belichick, was because the Pats are facing salary cap issues and don't have as much depth as normal, he's like, you know what? We sold out for the last decade. We got three Super Bowl titles and went to four more, or appeared in four in the last five years. Like, yeah, you right. We can't be spoiled. We can't be mad. just one bad season. So, you know what? I'm upset with Cam. I want him to do better. But at the same time, you know, it's chill. But we all know Tom Brady is better without Bill than Bill is without Brady. That's all that matters. Which Chris does not believe, but, you know, he's wrong. No, he's I a once-in-a-lifetime player, and since we're having this conversation,
0: you're not going to go pluck a guy out of the sixth round again and expect him to beat Tom Brady. Now, the thing is, is that you still have worse teams than the Patriots, record-wise. So if he starts to tank... He wants to go for Trevor Lawrence. You're going to have to have the Jets win twice. Well, the beautiful thing <laughs> is
1: the Patriots still play the Jets twice.
0: So the Patriots the thing is, could is that purposely
1: like, lose two games the Jets.
0: He might as well just bid bench Cam Newton for the rest of the season because I think he's hurt, number one. I don't know if he's all right and all there. But I think Bill Belichick is a genius if he pulls this off. Trevor Lawrence, first of all, he should opt out for the rest of the season. He should just stop. Uh, like, as far well, as he, he goes, can't
1: play another week. So
0: yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, if he, I think if next week, if that week after Notre Dame, if he comes back and plays really bad, then you just stop because I mean, it's gonna hurt his draft stock. But if he plays any more horrible games, but first overall pick, he's consensus right now.
2: No, nothing is gonna hurt his draft stock.
0: Yeah, no. you think so? I'll tell you yeah, that right he's now. Pretty he is
2: acceptable. a he is a once in a decade type of talent.
0: He definitely is hundred percent. I just don't know is, if you're going to be the same after COVID.
2: It's not COVID. It's it's where he's going to end up. Yeah. Like if he ends up in a good system, he is going to be a superstar quarterback in the NFL. The thing is, is that I feel the same exact way about Sam Darnold. He just isn't in a good system. He is not in a supportive system, in my opinion. I think he could be a good quarterback. He is just with a bad team that can't. Develop him
1: properly. A bad team, a bad coach, bad front of office, bad owner. The Jets organization as a whole is terrible. I feel bad for any player that goes to the Jets. Truly, uh, Daniel Jones, please get set. Ah, dang it! Ooh, oh okay. my god! Another pick. Let's go. Daniel um, Jones just sucks. Like, I, I, there's no excuses for him. Yeah,
0: he's really terrible. He's just really hurt. bad. I don't know what the Giants did. Good old by, Danny
1: dimes. But, yeah, I have no idea. But like, yeah, I, if Trevor Lawrence. Or if the Jets have the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence, stay in college, please. Let Justin Fields or Mac Jones go be drafted. But I mean, I feel bad for Mac Jones, too. But I don't like Justin Fields. Who's Mac Jones? Players. Where does he uh, play? Bama. Um, He's the replacement to Tua. He actually now leads the Heisman favorites for this year. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Trevor Lawrence definitely should just stay. But if the Patriots somehow manage to get Mac Jones or Justin Fields, I'll be happy about it. I think they should just mail in the rest of the se- season.
0: There's a guy at BYU named Zach Wilson who's apparently pretty good too. I've heard Zach
2: of Wilson is okay. He's struggled big time. Like
0: There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks that go like, out in the first two rounds of this draft.
2: I only say this because I went to school there, but he really struggled against an NIU defense last year that wasn't great. At home, I like. I, I know there's a name, Zach Wilson. I know I've seen him play plenty of times. I'm just not. I'm not. I'm not sold on him. I'm just uh, not. Like I think he could be a good backup.
0: Yeah, I have to watch him play some more. The he, kid out of Mississippi State, uh,
1: KJ Costello.
2: Yeah. Costello, he's he he's might be something.
1: He might be uh, a day two pick, second round. They just got shut up by Bama this weekend, so maybe not. Right. Hey, there's
0: Sam Ellinger who's very questionable as well from Texas. Yeah, no, he's uh, gonna
1: be another Josh Rosen.
2: Ellinger should have been a Heisman trophy winner, but he's just another guy that didn't put right. it together.
0: All these quarterbacks, and like makes me think like if the just if I just I I don't know, man. Like the Bears need a quarterback too, and then whether they go to free agency to get one or not, I'd to love good with them, though. Yeah, I mean, well, you can trade for Sam Darnold, uh, Dak Prescott if you pay him enough, but the Bears aren't paying $30 million a year for a quarterback. Uh, Unless they let a well, walk. And a very, very frustrated here, and he might walk
1: himself. Who knows? He might well, want to get traded. Dak wants at least $40 million a year. One. Two. From the Cowboys. From the Cowboys. Well, if he goes elsewhere, he's going to be like, yeah, you're paying me too. Uh, I don't know man I don't know I, I mean all he has to do it's like well he wants 45 he wants 45, he wants 45 from the Cowboys he's going demand man 40 everywhere else but the, well, the Bears also won't sign a black quarterback we all know that okay we're not gonna or, start with that I mean it's factual but okay no. Continue, continue stop, wherever you're. I
0: going. said, stop it. I, I told you to continue, sir. I mean, all Daniel Jones, if he wants to, he if if he wants the Cowboys to pay him, all he has Daniel Jones to hell. Dak Prescott, <laughs> uh, all he needs to do is walk in with a game tape of the first of the last two games, the last two three games, and then she should be like, here you go, sign me, give me my money. Oh yeah. Hey, and Ben Danucci, Danucci. is that how you say his name?
1: It might be. Uh, no, and the Ben Denichi. <laughs> Don't know what that accent is, but it's a very poor Italian. <laughs> one. It's no, it's not. It's pretty good. Uh, uh, D Benjamin Denichi. Okay, now you're at an uh, F minus okay. minus. O-. Yeah, because that. Yeah, I was just gonna say he ain't working. So, uh, but Who? yeah, Dak Prescott's gonna do whatever he wants from the Cowboys.
0: I mean, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen's tradable. He's behind Tom Brady, but well, he's, he's on the practice the squad. Balls.
2: Who's, ben Danucci started to look good toward the end of that game.
0: Well, after he started he to
2: look more comfortable, <laughs> he started to read the defenses just a little bit better. Like for a third string guy that wasn't even supposed to play this year, he played pretty decently against an, a team that they sure. probably could have beat.
0: Sure, I'm also going to say that Carson Wentz like sucks. He's terrible. Yep, he,
1: he's, he's so bad. Regressed a lot since his first couple years. Since his yeah, i know interested in how.
2: Clobbered that defense. Yep,
1: he should have. He definitely should have. I mean, Ooh, okay. On paper, the Cowboys are the best team of the year, but hear, you know. hear me out here because I know this man only performs in Philly. He's proving that again. Michael Vick. No. Trade <laughs> trade Nick Foles for Carson Wentz. No, I don't know.
0: Carson Wentz. I don't want Carson Wentz here. I don't. I'm sorry. I just he, don't do I I He I, would I be he would be an upgrade. I don't know how much of an upgrade he'd be with Nagy Slay I don't know,
2: man. He's that's the pretty, problem. That's I a mean, pretty he, lateral move. And
0: behind that offensive line, dude, nobody's he's, he's Carson Wentz, he's but he's Carson's gonna, mobile and has a good arm. He just doesn't have weapons. Carson Wentz is the hospital on speed dial because of how much he gets injured. He's gonna have he's gonna
1: have someone he's gonna have number one text message line to be the hospital here yeah well me and him have that in common so that's cool um, but I don't know I mean the Bears have to do something that's, well no, yeah I mean 100% yes they do
0: don't know unless you try before I go off the rails here Chris um, so I did mention that the NHL hired five-year-olds to write their top 20 list um, and they released the top 20 on list uh, what, what you got to say about it sir
2: Oh, uh, it's it's a joke. This, this list is a joke. Like, I I get that they're good, but Kale McCarr and Miro Heiskanen are not top ten D men in the league. No. Okay, they're top. I think they deserve to be on the top twenty. They are not both top ten D men in the league. The fact that Jacob Slavin is number seventeen is a joke. He's a top three demon in the league.
1: No, I top I don't, three.
2: I, he's a top three based on analytics.
1: Roman Yossi, John Carlson, Seth Jones, Roman
2: Yoss, Victor Hedman, Roman Yossi, and then Jacob Slavin, no. in my opinion.
1: I feel like you might get nominated. Seth,
2: Jones, Seth Jones is the stud. not a great defenseman, according to analytics.
1: What? According to his Uh, gameplay, he is.
2: According to analytics, he is not
1: that great. Analytics is super
2: inefficient.
1: He gets his job. He is
2: super inefficient.
1: The Blue Jackets have one of the best defenses in hockey every year, Uh, thanks to him. Literally, because thanks to him, because he plays thirty minutes a night. Him and Zach Lewinsky on that top pairing
0: kill He's
2: him. a minutes eater. Here,
1: here's here's what bothers me the most. Crystal Letang shouldn't even be
0: on this list. Oh, um,
2: okay, we'll start there and say yeah.
0: Yeah, he's number uh, eight. No, he no can't do it.
2: Dougie um, Hamilton at seven. I'm not sure about.
0: No, Drew Doughty's on this list, and if Drew... you're going to include Drew Doughty at number 15, you have to you have to include Doug and Keith by default because he, he, he no. Uh, well, yeah, you do. I mean, you do, you if do, if you're because you're Drew saying Doughty you're saying that there. Drew Doughty is a lot better than Duncan Keith this year. If this if this is like based off of this year, yeah, it's just top twenty
1: defenseman right now. Right now, Duncan
0: Keith is better than Drew Doughty.
1: That's that's all I'm. going to well, say. Well, I think Drew Doughty gets the benefit of the doubt because the entire teams suck, so he's sure. getting the benefit of the doubt. But Duncan Keith is not a top twenty defenseman right now. Oh, I mean, again, if you're going to put Drew Doughty on this kind of list, you have to include. Duncan but w- but when Drew Dowdy's is the only thing that gets the Kings 10 wins a year, he can make a list. <laughs> <laughs> 10 wins. Yeah. Eric Carlson Morgan,
2: should be higher up on this list.
1: Morgan Riley's 20. Ooh, I um, thought Eric Carlson should not be on this list. Yeah. The, I was going uh, uh, to uh, say the same thing. I don't know about Eric. I Carlson think
2: he should be in a, somewhere in the 11 to 15 range.
1: I think but if he was healthy all year, than what he is. yes, but he did, He barely played this year.
2: So that's what I mean. Like, I, I think that this list is based off health. It's definitely and, based off health. And if he's healthy, he's a top 15 D-man in the league. And speaking of that, Quinn Hughes on that list, come on. No,
1: like, I fully I know, believe Chris. I know, Quinn he Hughes was, right.
2: I know he is a power play quarterback. He's still a rookie. Okay. Nope. He's I would give that still one. Still a rookie. I, I just don't unless you have a, uh, a a remarkable year as a rookie i i i don't think Quinn Hughes had a remarkable year
1: yes he he should have won the call
0: here's okay so here's not think Heiskanen
2: had a remarkable year here's
0: what i'm gonna include uh the only player that's missing possibly and i think so i think he should be over i mean eric carlson at least because that San Jose team sucked anyway Ghost uh, Ivan Provorov is the is name. Provorov is, like Provorov is one of
2: those guys that got snubbed, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, 36 points in almost 70, well, literally 69 games. Nice. uh, But that's,
1: I mean, he did get snubbed. So he deserves to be in. The I'll tell you guys football, the two biggest changes I would make to the top 10. I'm not going to go through all 20, but I would take off Kale McCarr and Chris Letang out of the top 10. For sure, just take let's take off the list. Oh yeah, agreed. Uh, <laughs> I would move Shea Theodore into the top ten, and move Zach Wednesday into the top ten, and keep Quinn Hughes at eleven. Kale McCarr would be at that fifteen range.
2: I agree That's with fair. that. That's fair. I I agree with Kale McCarr sliding. He's not.
0: He's entering top 60. Plus his can, his cannon can, can kind of like slide down there too. I don't I don't no, know. Know. history uh, uh, went all sorry and uh, that's that's really. But that's just together. the
2: playoffs, though. Like yeah, you guys that's are talking, like no, 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 no. This is <laughs> this is different because they had a three-month layoff. You're allowed to have now that that extra push. This isn't this isn't the actual playoffs where it's just one continuous season. I want to see them have one continuous season and do the same exact thing because. I don't know, as far as I'm concerned, that.
1: Histington had a good year last year, too. Like, Histington's been consistent over three years in the league now. Like, he's a good player. Like, I fully support him being a top 10 player now, especially making that leap in the playoffs. Fully support it. I don't know. Maybe it's too early for me, at least. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, three years, I think that's a good sample size. Quinn Hughes making, or. That's why I have Quinn Hughes still staying at 11, because, yeah, he only had one year. Kale McCart, absolutely not in the top 10 after one year. Especially, like, keeping Zach for Wednesday out of the top 10, absolutely not. Um, But, yeah, no Roti should be in the top 10 for sure. Also, like, Brett, Brent Burns, he's old. He wasn't that good. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. About Drew ever- Doughty shouldn't be in there. That I agree he shouldn't be in there, but, like, same – Duncan Key should be in there is also false. Right. I was going to say, like,
0: if you're going to add Drew Doughty, you have to add him. Yeah. But if not, then that's fine, because for me, Keith was better than Drew Doughty.
1: And, like, I would say bump and Riley out of the top 20. Brent Burns should be taken out. Eric Carlson should be taken out. Like, there, there are a lot of great defensemen in this league. Like, Torrey Crew is a 60-point defenseman, and he's not on this list. Like, excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> Legit. So, like, shoot. Colt Perico is better than Drew Dowdy. I think we can all agree on that.
0: Oh,
2: uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. know about that. Drew, Drew Dowdy put, puts up offensive numbers. Perico just doesn't.
1: So does Brent Burns. Well, okay, so Perico would if he'd stop. I just feel to like to Brent, Brent, or, Brent
0: Burns is a winger in disguise as well. So, Brent Burns. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to, here's what oh, we're going to Yeah, so that was the yeah. top 20 controversial five-year-old list that I was talking about at the beginning of the show. <laughs> Boys and girls, here's how I'm going to end the show. Do you guys remember that P- those PPP loans that came out at the beginning of Corona, like March or yeah. April? Wait, yeah. So Lee Price III, he was 29 years old. He has his own small business. Um, he, he he didn't use it for a paycheck protection protection program type deal yeah. to pay his employees. He bought, he got two of them. He got two of them. He uh, he spent two hundred thousand dollars on a Lamborghini. Uh, he bought a Rolex, and he also bought an F Ford F three fifty. And he spent thousands of dollars at the Houston strip clubs,
1: and he is in jail.
2: He <laughs> should be. So yeah.
1: like he was trying to overcompensate for a small something or another. Um, and caught up to him. That's why he went
0: to the strip club, and, and that's why he
1: has F three fifty and a Lambo.
0: Oh, right, exactly, and it wasn't <laughs> even a good Lambo, too. It was like one of them like crossover Lambos that aren't even fast. I mean, Lamborghinis fast, but still. Yeah, screw him. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck fun guy. in jail. Had almost two million dollars in government loans, and then now he's in jail. So, all right, boys and girls, that was episode Farty Far, Boopity Boop, Highway Farty Far, Farty Far. Uh, hope you guys liked it. Follow us, um, at it and pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I'm Matt. There's Chris, Kevin. Bart didn't
1: join us. Bart was a sleepy boy and Bart
0: fell. Bart, Bart uh, works nights.
1: Bart has a fireman interview on Wednesday though. So where does that, our boy? He does. Well,
0: good luck to it? him in Champaign We're gonna be visiting him a lot, even though there's nothing to do in Champagne. But he's he's a good luck. Good luck, Bartosh.
2: Yeah. It's November, y'all. That's weird.
0: It really is. It really is.
2: Exercise your right. Just go out and vote. Be safe.
0: See you guys. Take care. Go vote. Bye.